Hello, everyone. This is WCSU 411, the podcast that tells you everything about Western Connecticut State University. I'm Paul Steinmetz, and today we're going to talk about accreditation. Normally, that's something that nobody but academic types think about, but accreditation is a big deal for a department that earns it. It's like getting an A on your report card, although you have to keep going to class and working and getting graded every few years to make sure you're still getting a good grade for that work. With this recent accreditation by the National Association of Schools of Art and Design, the Westcon Department of Art joins the Music Department and Theater Department in the School of Visual and Performing Arts as fully accredited. Today's guest, Kathy Venaria, is the Chair of the Art Department, and she's going to explain how she and her colleagues are building on that. Kathy, you worked for a long time on accreditation for the department. Were you happy when it finally came through? Oh, yes. I... That you're now hearing a sigh of relief from me right now. <laughs> yeah, I had a, there was a huge sigh of relief. Um, yeah, this was a long process. Um, I had never done anything like this before. And I will be very honest with you, it wasn't just me. There were all, mm. It was all hands on deck. Mm -hmm. We all had to participate. And I'm very grateful I've got such a good team over there um and it's, it, everybody's committed this mm. the faculty's committed the the our our, uh, our staff is committed um the students are committed and and then to see the administration right alongside us and it was like you know right review right review and then to go through the bigger end of it because okay you you do this thing called a self-study it ends up getting shipped off and then you have to have some people that you don't have any clue who these people are. Mm -hmm. They come and visit you. And they basically take a long, hard look at the entire university. It's not just the Department of Art. They look at the university. So they're talking to the administration. But I think I, my, I think our happiest moment was we got through the, the their site visit. Again, they were very nice. They were with us for three days. And they're basically, they're mostly art uh, professors, yes, right? Yes, these are art professors and administrators, uh, excuse me, administrators and deans from other places. Um, we had two visitors. Um, one, I, be I believe, I don't believe he was a faculty. I think he may have been in the upper echelon at another, uh, or in the administration. Mm -hmm. And the other, the woman, she was faculty from another university. They, they were, they were very positive during the three days. We, you know, we gave them their room. They, they had things to cover. When we received the visitors' report, which was, pro, I want to say maybe it was five or six months later. I, I, I've lost track of all time at this point with us. <laughs> when we got that report, it was just, it just made us really smile mm. because they saw that this is a team of faculty and staff and administrators that want to work together and it was evident because they saw good quality artwork and they saw a good relationship between the staff and the faculty and between the faculty and the students everybody worked together everybody was um it was positive. It was just really a positive. And, and they gave us suggestions and things that we had to do to be accredited, you know. And we, we followed through on it. Mm -hmm. So that's why we're 
officially there now. And they're looking for accreditation shows and proves that you, the department, meets all the highest standards of what an art department, higher ed, or university art department should be, right? Exactly, exactly. You know, I th one of my happiest days was, I think it was late May. We were just getting the, win the, the, the notification that we had been accredited. But to be able to go to the NASAD website and click on accredited institutions mm. and see that we were there. We were listed in the state of Connecticut, one of, I think there's five other institutions. So we're one of, and that just, as I say, for me, okay, we are providing the education that students want mm -hmm. and, and, and we have been um, recognized. So f again, for me, that's, that's, what we, that's what we strove for over the course of these many years that we've been working on this. And you, the department has put out a lot of, or educated a lot of excellent students. Mm -hmm. Their work has been mm -hmm. displayed. They've been successful after mm -hmm. graduation for a long time. Mm -hmm. So what does accreditation mean? What do you do with it now? Well, where does the department go now? The, the department, <laughs> we're, we're, we've sort of given ourselves this semester to everybody think. Um, We've all had a number of conversations, and basically, we all want to move towards the BFA. That would the Bachelor then, of Fine the Arts. Bachelor of Fine Arts. That would then really bring up our standing. A Bachelor of Arts is fine, but in terms of art, a lot of students, when they come to visit us, ask about, "Well, do you have a BFA?" And we say we have a very we have a very good BA program. But we currently do not have the BFA, but it is in our future. Mm -hmm. And so once we got the accreditation, we finally said, okay, this is it. What do we want to do now? And unanimously, everybody seems to be wanting to move in the direction of the BFA. How fast we can get there, we have a lot of conversations to do. We also have to take a look at all the other programs that are within the tri-state area and actually even in the Northeast. And we have to investigate what do they offer and what's gonna make us distinctive. And that's really important. We also have to review all the newer technologies mm. because that, uh, when I was studying photography back in 1977. Still using was film. Still using film, which we're still doing at WestCon mm -hmm. and that's great. Mm -hmm. But back then it was, you had a camera, you had some lenses, you, you had film, you processed film, you learned how to process black and white, you learned how to process color, and da 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 da. Mm -hmm. Now, when you take a look at jobs, it's not just we're taking pictures, you need to be able to do video, you need to be able to do graphic design, you need to be doing web design. So we have to really take a look at the whole thing and say, okay, how do we design our best programs for these students. And that's what a BFA would do, right? More exactly. of a professional degree. Exactly, exactly, exactly. Mm -hmm. uh, the, so who are your students now? That uh, uh, What are they doing? What are you doing in the art department and uh, with your students? <laughs> uh, well, I'm just gonna speak for myself mm -hmm. and my classes. Uh, I'm pushing the envelope mm -hmm. as best as possible. I, you know, I keep telling my students, don't show me what I see, show me what you see. Uh, 
we all have different voices. And I think being able to allow a student to develop their own voice, whether or not it's in photography, graphic design, illustration, or studio art, is the most important thing. Once they gain that confidence, they can then move forward. We also want them to learn how to just think outside the box because that is, I think, one of the most valuable things you can carry into a workplace. And, you know, I, I keep joking with my students, well, I'm the old lady in the room. <laughs> but I keep saying to them, I have to keep my brain active. So I am constantly challenging myself when I go into a dark room saying, well, what if I do this? And because of that, I keep bringing those things into the classroom and they're like, where did this come from? And I said, this is just not, this is what I do. And because they see that the faculty is thinking outside the box, they're coming up with all sorts of ideas that they want to then explore and expand. And my job or our job as, as teachers is let them try, mm -hmm. give them, give them good constructive criticism if needed give them ideas, give them directions. If they need technical help, be there for them. But let them let them feel the waters. Let them get out there and feel it. Mm -hmm. And one of your professors uh, was saying to me, uh, that's the value of art, right? The creative process that yeah. gets your yeah. brain thinking in different ways. Yeah. You're not, as he said, not just making pretty pictures there, you're communicating and exactly. thinking in new ways. Right. And I also, you know, if we take a look at um, the jobs, mm -hmm. everything that's out there today, and I'm not just talking the in the arts, I'm talking across the board, you've got to be able to think outside the box. Mm -hmm. And so I feel, you know, we've got a number of students that come to us going, I want to minor in art, I want to minor in photography. And then some of them that might be doing a, I'm not, a, just another, you know, maybe they have another major, they'll either say I want a double major or I want to change my major. Once they get into our classes, they start thinking differently. And I think those talents are vital to bring into the future, into their potential new jobs, wherever they're going to end yeah. up. And that's our goal. Our, our goal is to get them out so that they've got a toolbox, they've got um, they can think on their own, and they'll be a welcome um, party to any job that they enter. Mm -hmm. You have to be pretty motivated to major in art and another yeah. subject, right? Because art takes up a lot of time. Art takes up an awful lot of time. We just don't, it's not just what, gets ha what happens in the classroom. Mm. There's hours afterwards. And they get used to it. They like it. Mm -hmm. I have students that tell me, Oh, last night I uh, ended up staying up till midnight shooting photographs, and you're here at nine. Okay, <laughs> more power to you. I was at midnight. I was asleep. <laughs> uh, and you have, uh, as you said, you have students coming in talking about uh, what you offer, but also accreditation. Right? They want. They're interested in what they're, you're yeah. accredited. Yes, which is surprising to me a little bit that they had that knowledge that uh, there's a difference in. And departments. I think parents are looking for this. Um, again, if we take a look at the schools that our students are applying to, mm -hmm. they're all accredited. I know the, the, particularly the ones here in the tri-state area. Mm -hmm. So we, for our department to really grow and for it, the art department to grow in the university, 
it was important for us to push this envelope. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, I think, for the School of Visual and Performing Arts. I mean, now all three of us are accredited, all mm-hmm. three departments. So mm-hmm. it's like, if that doesn't look nice, I don't know what does. It does look nice. It does look nice. <laughs> yep. And I want to talk a little bit about your background. You've been a photographer for a while and mm-hmm. here in Danbury, right? Mm-hmm. Well, I've had a I've had a crazy um, history. Um, my, I really more, I want to say I'm more of a master printer Hmm. and I continue, I I even have, I still continue this work today. I still do printing for select clients. Um, that's on my weekends (laughs) when I'm off (laughs) university time. Um, it's really important stuff. And I, because of the work that I'm printing, um, I'm still working in a dark room. I have a lot of history that passes through my hands mm-hmm. into my enlargers. And I have seen I've had I've had major some major negatives that I've printed. Um some photographers from Life magazine, mm. which has been really excellent. Uh, Mr. Bill Epperidge was one of my first and he photographed the Bobby Kennedy campaign. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was the gentleman who photographed Bobby after he had been shot. So his photograph was the famous photograph right on the front cover. Mm-hmm. Um, Mr. Epperidge also photographed the Beatles when they first came. So I had the opportunity of working mm-hmm. closely with him while he was designing the book. And then I was able to print the exhibition, which was quite nice. Yeah. Um, there's, there's a few other photographers that I'm still working with. What that allows me to do, I'll, I'll just to say, besides being a master printer, that technical um, quality I can now bring to my students. Mm-hmm. I can talk about history on a first, <laughs> almost on a first-person basis. Like, yes, I remember da da da, and I remember when I met Robert Frank, and yes, I remember this. And there's, they're like looking at me, going, <laughs> "You've met this person?" And I'm going, "Yeah." So. Yeah, there's there's some age difference, but no, not a big deal. Um, I'd also because I've had a professional. Um, I don't want to say I don't want to say professional degree. I had a professional experience before becoming a teacher. Mm-hmm. That brings a whole nother batch of stuff that I can bring into a classroom because you have to tell them, look, it, you're not just working for yourself; you're working for a client. So. You have to, what are the proper, what's the proper etiquette? Uh, Can we talk about accounting? (laughs) You Mm -hmm. know, what about a tax number? This is all the different stuff that nobody knows about. That's right. Yeah, maybe they know about it in marketing, but an art student, and if they're planning on, and most of our students move from our program into some type of degree or some type of um, job, Mm -hmm. and that job may be freelance, and I, I remember specifically one time sitting down with the students. Said, well, I'm going to be a freelance photographer. Da, da, da. And I said, okay, did you, do you have an accountant? And they said, well, what do I need that for? And I said, okay. And then we had a lovely conversation. Mm-hmm. And then they suddenly realized, oh, there's more stuff to this. They're running a business. They're running a business. And so it, taking that from the I'm going to school and I'm doing stuff in classes to I'm running a business is two different things. But our job is to educate them so that that transition is easier. 
And a lot of our professors here have that kind of background. Yeah, right? exactly. So, we all come from a profession, and so we're bringing the the real world experience into the classroom. Mm -hmm. So it's not just like we've been educated. Right. You know, you're working artists. We're working artists. Mm -hmm. We're working artists. Working professionals. And with accreditation, you have to do another report some years down the line, right? And keep five, doing that. I got five years. So <laughs> Don't that's... ask for something in the middle to a little update. <laughs> yeah. So we're going to be... That's why we're looking at uh, what, what can we do about the BFA and what kind of timeline do we want to do it in? Can we have it completed by the time we come up for the next review in mm -hmm. five years, which would be great. Um, at that point, I won't be chair. Mm. Somebody else is going to be. So, you know, obviously when I pass the, the baton on to the next person, I'll, there's going to be a lot of training right. with it. Mm -hmm. But at least, you know, if I can be there for support and, you know, emotional support and, you know, technical support, well, we can we can do this. Yeah, just just because chairs rotate every couple of years, yeah. right, or yeah. three or four yeah. years. Um, I, but some of your colleagues want to have a BFA tomorrow, right? Um, I don't want to. Uh, no, I will say no on that <laughs> okay. because we realize all the work that has to be done. Mm. You know, we saw what we had to do just to do the accreditation in terms of the self-study and the writing, and it just opened an awful lot of eyes. And mm. that's why when we started discussing BFA, it was important for us to say, really, let's take a long, hard look at what, our, what the other schools are offering in the Northeast and in the tri-state area, and what's gonna make us distinctive. So there's more, lots of review going on mm -hmm. and it's gonna as i say I, I i haven't brought the subject up with anybody for a little while because i think we all just needed to get into this semester and get the ball rolling um but that's gonna that conversation will again start probably towards the end of the semester and then we can really push forward in the spring semester and say okay what do we need here yeah. because we'll now have enough time everybody's had time to do some reviewing I've observed a couple of accreditations. It's a tremendous amount of work that you just don't think about it until you're in the middle of it. I'm currently watching another department. They've got a site visit coming up this coming Monday. Mm. So I know they're all panicking. They're in now. panic land. So <laughs> that I'm always right there. happens. I'm too. right there supporting them, going, You guys are going to do fine. <laughs> It's very exciting for you and for the art department and your colleagues and the students. And we're looking forward to uh, what's to come with the Department of Art. Me too. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks for coming in and joining us Thank today, you. Kathy. Thank you. Thank you. We have a new feature today. We're calling it the Science Minute. At least I think that's what we're calling it. I think she called it Science Beat. Oh, Science Beat. Okay. <laughs> that's what we're calling it. Science something. <laughs> Biology professor and entomologist Dr. Rada Krell is going to give us a few minutes of newsworthy happenings from the Westcon Science Building. And because it's all science related, we're introducing her with a Richard Strauss opera that opens the movie 2001 A Space Odyssey. Bum, 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 bum. Welcome to Science Beat. Okay, that's how we'll start this out. <laughs> so 
there's always something cool happening in the science building at Western Connecticut State University, and October 18th is no exception. Uh, we will have a visiting scientist, Dr. Carly Tribble from Farmingdale State uh, University, and she does this really cool research on wasps. And so she'll be talking about uh, her understanding of wasps and specifically wasps that lay their eggs in other insects. And these are important to us because we uh, often are looking to use animals like that for biological control in, of crop pests and uh, other insects that causes problems. So these wasps can be helpful um, so that we don't have to spray as many pesticides. So she's interested in the evolutionary re relationships between these wasps, which is in and of itself really interesting, but she does understand that maybe the average human is not always going to be completely intrigued by wasps. And so she has done some really innovative things with communication in terms of creating graphic novels and comics to communicate about her work to the public. She's even working on a a biology textbook in complete graphic novel form. And so she'll be talking both about her research, which is the real deal hardcore research, but she'll also be talking about the innovative ways that she uh, communicates about it. So she will be here in the Science Building at Westcon, room 125, on October 18th from 3.30 to 4.30 p.m. Uh, refreshments are served after. Uh, there's always an opportunity for questions. So if you're interested in biological control, if you're interested in insects, if you're interested in uh, communication about complex topics in innovative ways, then you should check out this seminar. It'll be a lot of fun. This episode of WCSU 411 is brought to you by the WCSU Alumni Association. The Alumni Association is hosting Reunion City from noon to 5 p.m. on October 12th, the day of the homecoming game, in the Alumni Pavilion across from the Westside Athletic Complex on the Westside Campus. Admission to the tent is free for alumni, faculty, staff, parents, and students only. Admission includes access to numerous attractions and entertainment, including the 5th Annual Western Idol Competition. For more information, call 203-837-8298 or go to www.wcsu.edu slash homecoming. Our provost, Dr. Missy Alexander, recently joined some WestCon music students and performed with them at a weekly convocation. It prompted her to discuss in her segment this week how we in higher ed go about teaching about risk and the learning that comes from occasional failure. As a treat, she's going to present this segment in song. Hit it, Pete. <laughs> I'm sorry, but I only do it in song if you give, give me an accompaniment. Oh, so, okay. Sorry. Sorry. Uh, well, that, it was a wonderful day for me to uh, sing at Convocation with our uh, music students uh, a couple weeks ago. And uh, I did that as sort of a conversation with Jamie Bagian, who had been... Uh, uh, on sabbatical and he wrote to me about what he did on sabbatical and it made me say Jamie I want to sing with you sometime and he was very clever he parlayed it so he didn't have to play at all and he uh, and he got some students to uh, perform with me and it was a wonderful day one of the things that was really fun though it's this is all sparked by me telling Jamie that many years ago I was in music school and I learned something called the Hindemith method which is a, a rhythm it's a way of learning how to uh, read and uh, signify rhythm right so as part of the convocation, he made me 
do some sight singing and some Hindemith. And there it was. I haven't done that in 30 years, so but it was fun, and that part went just fine. But it was one of those things where you think about, well, I'm about to stand up in front of 100 students and mess up. Oh, well. <laughs> but oh, well is the most powerful thing I've ever learned, right? Oh, well is what allows you to try again. Oh, well is what allows you to not crawl under the covers when you make a mistake. And I think for all of us, those moments are scary, right? And, you know, I have some experience of being in front of people, so I'm a little better at it than other people, but I wasn't always. That's the important thing to know. I really wasn't always. I sat in classrooms so afraid to raise my hand. Uh, you know, I would shake. I would get, and I'm a blusher, and I still am, and I hate that because then everybody knows. Uh, and so I'd get beat red and raise my hand, and, and it was awful. But I needed to learn how to get through that. So, you know, that's what I was really thinking about when I was thinking about vulnerabilities. How can we help our students build the confidence to fail publicly? It's easy to succeed publicly, right? But in fact, nobody's perfect, and we all fail every day a million times, right? And the key to learning is actually embracing failure. It's not about, you know, always being right. It's about being willing to be wrong. Otherwise, you know, you don't need me. Go ahead, go read and read and read until you get it, and we'll be done. We're here to coach you into forming ideas, having bad ideas, having badly formed ideas, and helping you find your way to the right one. And I want to see how do we encourage all of us to do that, right? So I see myself standing in front of a bunch of uh, aspiring musicians who are very talented, and, you know, I wish everybody the best, and I was thrilled to get to play with them, but I was willing to make a mistake, right, in front of them. In the classroom, are we as faculty willing to make a mistake, right, and not get flustered by it and sort of have the students help us fix it. What a great thing to model, right? Oh, man, I just did the math wrong. Oh, you know how to do the math. Good. You be the teacher now. You teach me. I'll learn, and then we'll all regroup, and we'll do it. That is a wonderful environment. So I, when I think about class design, I think, what have we done to show the students that it's okay to mess up? Did we set up our courses so that every mistake is such a penalty that nobody will take a risk? Or we, did we set it up so there's so much time for recovery from those things that risk-taking in terms of learning is facilitated, right? So I offered it the... Um, end of what I was thinking about is where do I do that in my job now, right? And I thought every single day, every single day, I make a statement that is corrected. I make a statement that is considered off base or maybe not informed enough. The nice thing about being in higher ed, if you don't take those things personally, is people are pretty free to tell you, right? You know, people will send me their corrections, but I always learn from them. And I don't, you know, I learned a long time ago when I started moving into leadership roles to go ahead and throw the ideas out there because they always get fixed. But if I wait for the idea to be perfect, then we won't get anywhere. So sometimes, you know, people will take my ideas and do pretty big rewrite of them. You know, they'll explain to me why it was all a mess, and I'm actually grateful. Because my job where, there was to be the one that was willing to be corrected, 
so that everybody will have the rest of the conversation. Even if at the end of it, it's, you know what, this is just a bad idea. I'm grateful that I didn't implement then, right? I got corrected. But I think that's a climate we could create. We could just try to help ourselves all realize, oh, when you make a mistake, it's not that you're stupid. It's not that you're inept. It's that it's, a, it's an idea in formation. And that's a much better way to live, right? And I think a healthy environment for all of us. So that's what I was thinking about when I got a chance to sing. We have an entire week of homecoming for everyone to enjoy, and co-host Chantel Williams, recorded live in the basement of Whitehall, is here to bring you all the event information, along with a report on our continuing challenges with bingo. So Chantel, you either went to the Fall Bash or you borrowed somebody's t-shirt from the Fall Bash, right? <laughs> Yeah, well actually I went to the Fall Bash. Oh. So it was great. I had a great time, um, and I got my size T-shirt. They had a small, <laughs> and I was I was very happy because I wasn't like the first one in line, but I came like a little later, and they still had my shirt available wow. for me. So I was just very happy about that. I was like, "Please tell me you have smalls." And she was like, "Yeah." Even though the small is still like just a little big, but it's like nothing. Like it's not a whole dress on me, right. you know, compared <laughs> right. to if I was. You can roll get, up like, the sleeves a little yeah. bit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> I'm happy about that. <laughs> yeah, that's the best part about right. it. Right? Yeah. Did you and go then, down the slides? Uh, Okay, I did. My mm. friend and I, we raced down the slide. Um, it was a lot higher than what it looked like from yeah. the ground. <laughs> but I love, like, the little, like, bouncy houses and stuff. So, yeah, we raced down. And I kind of, like, I got some hang time, like, when I was going down the slide because wow. I was going faster than what I expected. And so I just, like, zoomed right on in there. So I ended up winning. You won. Yes. I did not land properly, though. But I, <laughs> I ended up winning. So that's all that matters. <laughs> You don't get points. It's just a time. No, it's just it's just fun yeah. to do. And then underneath they had a bouncy house, mm. so um, like it was like attached to the slide. So like, like you're in the house jumping, and it, it was like fun because we were like all kids again. So, mm. so it was fun. Yeah. So we got went into there. We kind of almost got trampled because there's like a couple kids doing like flips and stuff oh like that. Oh my god! Like there's always like a bouncy house. There's always a kid that does the flips. Like, oh, watch me do the flips. Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, please don't flip on me. <laughs> like, <laughs> please don't kick me in my face. So, yeah. So. I just stayed clear of him, so but it was fun. Um, they had a DJ, so um, and that was fun. So a couple of people were dancing. Uh, they had three different food trucks. Um, they had mm, rice and beans. That was one food truck. Then they had a pizza food truck, um, and then oh, grilled cheese. You can get like uh, different flavor grilled cheese. And then Sodexo had a food truck there, and they were selling fried Oreos. Right? Yeah, we upgraded. Wow. <laughs> right. <laughs> Sodexo had a food truck there um, with fried Oreos. And then um, everyone was waiting for Milk Craft. I'm not sure if you ever had it, but the ice cream with the um, waffle cone around, it was so good. Oh, yeah. Um, they came. They came a little late, but they came. So, and the line was, like, wrapped around, but I was, like, the first one in there. I was, like, I waited all my life for this now. <laughs> but um, it was really good, and I had, like, the, the s'mores um, one. So it, it came with, like, uh, chocolate ice cream with graham crackers on top uh, in a um, s'more like I mean a marshmallow roasted marshmallow wow. with the, it was it's wrapped around in a waffle cone you don't mm. have to get the waffle cone you can get it in a cup but it's you really should, yeah because it just adds to the flavor um, but that's a whole meal itself 
uh, it really is. You you get extremely full off of eating that. It's very thick ice cream, but it's so good. Then you go in the bouncy house, right? Yeah, and right, do some right. Flips. No, my that's my friend. She's like, oh, let's go in the bouncy house. I was like, I'm not sure that's a good idea <laughs> because we just had ice cream. I'm not trying to shake it up and make it a milkshake, and then it comes like, no, I'm not. I'm You're not very responsible, to do right? <laughs> well, we end up going anyway. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> nothing happened. It was all good, uh. but it was after some time after we let it like digest. <laughs> So we did a couple of other stuff. Um, they had like different games. They had a rock climbing wall. Um, we were able to make these cool signs. Um, you just decorate them yourself. It's like I have it hanging on my door in my room. Um, it says the Scorpio stings because I'm a Scorpio. So I just had that. And I had like my little zodiac sign. So mm -hmm. that was cool. And they had like different uh, stickers and markers that you can decorate with. Um, they had a foosball table. Mm. Um, and we won, my team. Oh. <laughs> we, we, we won, uh, my partner and I. So, I mean, we, we went against my other friend. Um, that They're sore losers, but <laughs> <laughs> we ended up winning. Um, and they also had a photo booth, and you can dress up. We had, like, different, like, the big glasses, the hats, the, I don't know, the things that you put around your neck. The, the bows. Yes. <laughs> and um, got to take pictures. So it was really fun. They really did a good job, um, yeah, with the with the whole thing. So You took advantage of everything. Though. Yes, I did a little bit of everything. Like, mm -hmm. And I, I the, you should, you know, why not? Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I did a little bit of everything. I tried to get to every station. And um, it was nice weather. It wasn't cold. It wasn't too hot. It was just, like, a perfect weather. So, um, yeah, it was a good time. It didn't rain. It, it, was, it was good. And this is the week you were going to win a bingo also. Yes. So, with bingo, <laughs> I came very close Ooh. to winning a camera. Mm -hmm. um, I had, like, I just needed one more slot, and then someone ended up getting the bingo before me, which always ends up happening, I feel like. But I was, I feel myself getting closer, because this was the closest I ever been to mm -hmm. winning. Um, and then with last man standing, I don't know if you know how that goes, but we have to, we have our last bingo card, and then you fold the top so that only you can see, only see the first line. Hmm. Um, everyone stands up, and if your number is called, then that's when you sit down. So at last man standing, I'm usually like, they usually call my number the first, mm -hmm. the first round. <laughs> but um, <laughs> yeah, but this time, I actually lasted about six rounds. So I was really happy. I was like, okay, I must be getting closer. My time is coming soon, I feel, because this was a good, I mean, even though I didn't win anything, it was a good first bingo. And someone did win at my table, my friend Kyron, he won okay. uh, gift cards. So yeah. Yeah, yeah so. you're, sounds like uh, you should keep going. You're going right. to win one of these times. Yes. <laughs> so I, I, it was good. But I'm getting there. I'm getting there. One of these, I'm going to come back. But the end, before I graduate, I'm going to be like, listen, I won. I finally won at Bingo. I'm determined. So People are going to keep listening to the podcast to see. see if you won. <laughs> right. No, really. They're going to be like, did she win yet? Did she win? <laughs> We're going to see. <laughs> we'll see what, uh, how it goes. But yeah. Um, so I'm sure they're going to have another one coming up in October because they do one each month. So um, that should be fun. And the prizes were great as usual. They had um, Beats speakers, um, hmm. a Polaroid camera, which was what I really wanted because I love like just those type of pictures and things like that. Um, the AirPods, which was a big one. Hmm. Um, a PlayStation. It was a Switch, um, which is like a like a handheld mm -hmm. PlayStation. That was the big prize. And then they had like gift cards all throughout, like from Cheesecake and Buffalo Wild Wings and things mm. like that. So um, some really good prizes, but they never fell with the prizes. And it was a lot of people. There, there were, were people sitting on the floor. There was not <laughs> enough seats, um, which is good. It was a great turnout. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so my time is coming. <laughs> and another great weekend's coming up too. Yes, it's homecoming week. Woo! <laughs> you know, 
it's a, it's gonna be what well, we say a lit time. Okay, we're gonna have. We're when gonna you have, say we, you mean old people like Pete and I don't say that. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe you guys do because we you, do. Okay, we're oh, totally with it. Because I was talking. Cool. It's funny. I was talking to my supervisor at internship. He was like, Chantal, are you going to homecoming? I was like. Yes. I was like, well, yeah. He was like, oh, my my um, fraternity is always there. And I'm like, oh, wait, you guys are the ones that have, like, the DJ underneath the thing. He's like, yeah, that's us. I was like, oh, wow. <laughs> I was like, he's like, yeah, it's going to be a lit time. And I looked at him. I was like, I didn't know you used that language. <laughs> but, it, yeah, he's going to be there. So that's how you know. If my supervisor says it's going to be lit, it's going to mm-hmm. be lit. So, um, yeah, it's going to be a fun time. So, uh, yeah, he usually, his fraternity. And I know there's a couple of alumni fraternities that always come back. And they, they have, like, their uh, tailgate section and things like that so that should be fun but homecoming week starts this week friday um october 4th and it they're kicking it off with a green lantern um festival at ives concert park now i'm not quite sure the green lantern i know or is it i think was he a superhero yeah okay so that's <laughs> i don't think this has to do with a superhero though pete no oh, he says no, <laughs> it has nothing to do with that green lantern. <laughs> <laughs> this is a uh there's a, a, a festival where you put these lanterns on the water. You have mm. candles in these, and it's. But those are beautiful. So I believe it's happening at the, the pond up at the concert park, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So. Yeah. So tell all your friends it does have to do with the Green Lantern. Right. Like, yeah, yeah, come, come and, you know, your Green Lantern, you know, superheroes. Yeah. Cosplay. And, and, yeah. And, and, yes. <laughs> and they're going to be like, what, what's going on? <laughs> um, I'm going to be like, oh, well, maybe I got the wrong information. <laughs> but um, yes, it's happening, and I think it's that. That sounds like it's gonna be um, beautiful. Just having it all lit up at the pond. I, I think I'm gonna go see that to see um, how it is. Cause I yeah, think, you should. And it, yeah, because I think it's gonna be nice to seeing it on the pond and mm-hmm. all the green. And hopefully, no one thinks it's have anything to do with the superhero. But you never know. <laughs> you just never know. So that's Friday. Um, that is actually lit. Yes. No, really. The pond is Literally. actually gonna be <laughs> lit. <laughs> so. Yeah, <laughs> that's going to be an actual lit event. Um, so Friday, October 4th, and I can't believe we're actually in October, mm. um, at 6 p.m. that's when it's going to start. And I think they're going to wait probably to like it the, goes, um, gets dark so we can mm-hmm. really see the lights. Um, so that's going to be pretty. On Saturday, October 5th, um, there's going to be whitewater rafting, a camping trip. I believe you have to already sign up, but the last day to sign up would be uh, today. Um, in the student center to sign up for this trip. Um, you depart from Midtown at 6 p.m. and from Westside, um, yeah, 6 a.m., I'm sorry, and from Westside at 6.30 a.m., um, and it's camping. Now, I'm not too, I've never been camping. Never? The closest I've been to camping was Nature's Classroom in the seventh grade, mm-hmm. and we went in October, and as soon as we got there, it rained and it did not stop until the very last day. Or at night. It, it stopped a little bit at night. But that's the closest I ever got to camping. Um, it was a week-long adventure. We dissected an owl, a wow. pig. Um, we went into the woods and tasted like a sugar tree bark or something like that. Mm-hmm. We went on a midnight hike which we could not see anything we couldn't bring any flashlights so we had to count our steps (laughs) i was terrified i said get me out of this place this is not what i signed up for what does this have to do with seventh grade i didn't know because we didn't learn anything that had to do with any of our subjects in seventh grade but it was a very fun experience (laughs) (laughs) and you were wet the whole time yes except for the last day Uh. but it made the slide they had this huge slide like this metal slide and it 
with the the rain and everything, you went down that thing so fast. So that was fun, but it was just very muddy. But they warned us. They mm. warned us it was going to be muddy. So that's the closest I got um, to being in camping in a camping environment. Um, we didn't sleep outside, though. We slept mm. in, like, the cabins. Mm-hmm. But I call it the cabin in the woods because we really were in the woods. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, that's the closest I ever got to camping. So I think this would be a good trip. I'm not personally going on it. I'm going to save that trip, <laughs> save that experience for something else. But I think it will be fun. And then um, whitewater rafting, I heard that's a good time as well. Um, you yeah. don't do stuff like that, though, right? I would love you to do rafting. Do, it's mostly I don't, in, indoor stuff. Yeah, I don't. Well, actually, I don't mind. Like, I don't mind the rafting part. It's just the camping out. Mm-hmm. There's nothing like my own bed and things mm-hmm. like that. And we're like with the mosquitoes. And I don't know. That's yeah. just the only thing that gets me. <laughs> but um, like, I'm like, where where am I supposed to go? If like, you know, like I don't know what to, what to do out here. But like the rafting part. Now, that interests me. Like the that activity. But the, just the camping and staying overnight. That, and that, the s'mores. You would get that. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, that, that that would interest me as well. <laughs> but um, I will have to check in in a hotel after all that. It's good. <laughs> yeah, I'll be like, okay, <laughs> you guys can stay out there. Thank you for the experience. I'm out. <laughs> or, or I'll have to bring like a huge RV. <laughs> so, well, well, yeah, we're going to save that. But I do want to experience it one day just to see how it is because mm-hmm. I always like to like try new things. So, um, yeah, so I want to see. But I'm going to see if I can talk to somebody that's actually going on the trip and see what their experience that's is like. That's a great idea. Um, um, and, yeah, see if they can. Tell us how it is. <laughs> so, again, um, it's Saturday, October the 5th. Tickets, I believe today is the last day to get your tickets. You can get them at the Student Center. I'm not exactly sure on the prices, but with WCSU, I'm sure it's not pricey because mm-hmm. of we always get great student discounts and things like that. Um, and the bus leaves Midtown at 6 a.m. and then West Side at 6.30. So, yeah, that's fun. So we'll see. And then you guys will come back Sunday. Um, October 6th. Mm-hmm. So, um, and I, on October 6th is my brother's birthday. So, yeah. I have to, yeah. <laughs> so, we're celebrating with him. He's going to be 25. <laughs> so, um, Sunday, October 6th is the run or die at 12 p.m. at Ice Concert Park. Um, and, fun fact if you guys go into the Office of Intercultural Student Affairs, where you um, work. Yes. And <laughs> you walk in, you will see a poster of myself. And my friend Elizabeth from Run or Die freshman year, my mouth is like wide open. Um, <laughs> and he had that. It's funny because I wasn't hired in the office yet. And then as soon as he hired me, he was like, I think we have like a picture of you. And I was like, wait, what? And then I saw it and it was like, there I was in the poster. So, And I didn't even notice it until like he pointed it out. He was like, yeah. And he was like, what a coincidence. And I was like, yeah. So, you know, I think it was destiny for me to work there. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, and Run or Die was really fun. Um, yeah, it's it's a really fun event. Again, you're running while they spray dye on you. Mm-hmm. It's like dye powder. It's not it's nothing harm, like, to harm you. It's just fun of it. And um, you come clean, and then you leave really colorful. That's the one <laughs> thing I can say. But it's a fun event. Um, and it's around West Side. It's not too long. You go at your own pace, so. Yeah, and then they have like uh, fruits and food after for um, you after you finish your mm, your run. So, that's good. Yeah, so it's funny you get cool short short um, shorts. So um, that's always fun. Yeah. You gonna get your size? <laughs> I don't know. Hmm. I, I think. Well, if you register, you should have your size. Oh, they yeah, should have your right, size. Right. Yeah, but if you kind of come, it might be kind of hard but if you're registered then you they'll have your size did you register yeah i did oh well yeah, then you're yeah. all set <laughs> i'm all set i have my size yeah <laughs> so um yeah i'm good to go with that um i just have to see how i'm gonna do my hair because 
you know. Yeah, it's <laughs> so, important. That's a journey. <laughs> like, one time, I think I had like the hood on my head, and I was just running with my hood on. But I was like, it's much too hot. I got to take it off. But it's always fun. It's a fun event. I, I'm glad that they do it every year. Um, and then you get to take pictures afterwards. So yeah, I recommend everyone to do it at least one time while you're here mm-hmm. to do it. And then the outside community is also welcome to come. You just have to pay a separate price, but everyone is welcome yeah. so, to do it. Will you be doing it? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm more likely to go to your brother's birthday oh, okay. party. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, I asked him. I was like, you want to do it? No. <laughs> no. That's not the birthday gift that I want. He's like, okay. <laughs> and then right after that, um, Monday, um, October the 7th, they're having Kettle Corn, 12 p.m., um, Student Center Plaza. And then followed by the same night, there's a game night with the professors, um, 8 p.m. in Westside Ballroom. So that should be interesting. I'm not really sure. A game night with the professor? Yeah. I don't, I'm not really sure what games we're going to play. How about which professor? Maybe. We Maybe. don't know. No, I, I, we don't know. That is... Uh, with professors, it's like... So you should show up just to find out what see, happens. See, yeah, right? maybe my professors are going to be there. But I have an assignment due, so she's going to be like, why are you here if you have an assignment due? I'm going to be like, well, I can't really play the games. <laughs> but I don't know really what games they're going to have, but I guess we'll see. And what professors they're going to have. Yeah. Right. Maybe they'll do like Clue or something. Who knows? I don't know. But that sounds like fun. And then kettle corn that um, afternoon. Isn't there a football game somewhere in there? Or is Um, that the next weekend? There is. Well, the football game, the homecoming football game is the 12th. Oh, okay. So So this is the beginning of homecoming Yeah, we have like a whole list of events going on um, that they're just, yeah, they're just piling upon them. So this is leading up to the football game, the big finale. So we have the feud, which I talked about last week, mm-hmm. like Family Feud. Um, that's on Tuesday, October 8th in Ives Concert Hall. So get your family or your, your fake family, however you want to name it, and go play the feud. And then Wednesday, October and the 9th, there's a commuter's breakfast. Um, and at 9 a.m., um, is it going to be in the parking garage? I know they do it every year just to honor the commuters that come back and forth. Um, so, yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah, Which yeah. parking lot? Um, the one on Midtown. Um, but they didn't say, specify, like. Must be the uh, It's the commuter's parking lot. Garage. That's yeah. what it is. Mm-hmm. The commuter's parking garage. Right. Yep. So. And that breakfast there? Yeah, so I know last year they had Einstein's, like, yeah. just hand out, like, sandwiches and things like that for commuters. So I'm not sure what kind of breakfast they're going to have this year. So mm-hmm. that's, that's always a nice thing because commuters, I know they come far, and some of them, like, don't have time to grab breakfast and things like that, and they don't really, like, have flex points or anything like that so they mm. usually have to pay so this is a nice little so you don't have to pay for this commuters <laughs> yeah um they're gonna be there nice. and they're handing it out so yeah that's on wednesday um october the 9th and then there's a movie night um at this midtown student center that um night at 8 p.m hmm. yeah i don't cool. know what movie it is gonna i don't know what movie it's gonna be must be something good right yeah they always have great movies and it's always like fairly like new movies hmm. too that might be still in theaters might not so Usually um, they're on top of that. So that's at 8 p.m. Um, and then Thursday, it's the Homecoming King and Queen, um, mm. 8 p.m. in the Student Center Theater. I was told to try to, to, to do it. I don't know yet. <laughs> but um, I was so told So you to might be it. the queen? Maybe. You never know. You put in your name? I haven't yet, but I was told to. She was like, <laughs> go ahead and do it. And I was like, okay, I'll see. But I'm still thinking about it. I don't know. But 
don't so know. you could just do it that night, or do you have uh, to well, dress have up the, for it? There's a link, um, and then oh, you dress up for it, and then you just get voted on. I, I'm not really sure, like, the whole process. I'm sure it's not, like, a whole passion process. You have to give, like, a right answer, you know? Right. But um, if you want to enter in, anybody can enter in. Um, clubs can enter in somebody mm. from their club or however they would like to do it. Who told um, you to enter? Um, my RA. Uh. Yeah. Yeah, she told me to enter. Um, Kelly, she mm-hmm. was like, oh, go ahead. I'm going to send you the link. And I was like, okay. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm thinking about entering. I'm not sure yet. It's still up at the Nobody air. else is doing a podcast in that, so no. that would be in your favor. Yes, that's very true. <laughs> That'd be great, wouldn't it, Pete? Have the queen of Westcon <laughs> on our podcast. We already do. Right. <laughs> oh, 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 thank my you. gosh, she's <laughs> good. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> but maybe the official queen. I don't know. <laughs> so, yeah, that would be. And then also the king. So anybody that would like to do that, um, that's Thursday, October the 10th. And then there's a coffee house that um, at night at 8 p.m. Mm. at the Colonial Corner, which is always good. Mm-hmm. So right after the king and queen, go over to the coffee house and enjoy some um, nice entertainment. And then Friday, it's the bonfire, October 11th at 7.30 at Ives Concert Park. That's always a fun event. Um, it, yeah, it's always a good time, the bonfire with the music and everything, and everyone's just having a good time. Um, last year, they had baked potatoes, I think, yeah. And they had, like, candy apple and things like that. So that's always fun just to go around um, and hang out with your friends. Mm-hmm. And then it's also Parents and Family Weekend, which starts that Friday. Um, and parents that would like to participate in Parents and Family Weekend can always sign up. Um, and you can stay overnight at the hotel that's sponsored by the ICA office, my office. Woo. Um, really? I'll be there. <laughs> and um, we just have, like, a dinner set up for them. And they're able to go to the events as well that's happening on campus. And then they're able to go to homecoming, which is Saturday, October 12th, the big homecoming. Um, and there's a day of events. There's a lot of events going on that whole day. There's going to be like the, along with the tailgating, there's going to be like a whole bunch of, I think, food trucks, games and stuff set up. And then the game happens, I believe, at 6, I think. Mm. So um, those events start at 12 for homecoming. Are your parents coming up? No. Why not? <laughs> I don't know. They're not really like... I don't know. They don't really want to come up, so I'm like, okay. <laughs> but I know a lot of you parents... You get along with your parents, right? I do, mm. yes. <laughs> but they like, they're like, no, this is your time. I don't want to, like, they're not really, I don't know. So, yeah, they don't really have an interest of coming up, but Parent and Family Weekend is always a good turnout. Last year was, like, our first year doing it, and it was it was really fun. So, um, and, and the parents had a good time. They were able to do all of the events. There's different lectures, um... And then food is provided, mm. maybe like a movie. It's just different things going on for the parents. Um, and then the kids are allowed to do it with you as well. Mm-hmm. So um, in an actual homecoming day, they can do all the activities. There's special activities set up for them. And then there's special activities set up for us. And then there's like a kid zone. So the kids, are t- you can just drop your kids off and you can just go about your business. That's good. And then you can watch the game. So um and yeah. are you working all that weekend then since I it's am. your I'm office? I am. I'm working the Friday night, and then I'm working until 1 o'clock, like on Saturday when the mm. events are going on. So, mm. yeah, I'll be there the whole time. You'll see my face throughout the whole day um, because it's it's just I'm going to be, like, all over the place with the events and things like that. So. You'll be the one with the tiara. Yes, yes, and walking around greeting everyone. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> so yes, I'll be there. And then to top it all off, there's the huge game, and I'm hoping that we win and we mm. have like a good time. I know last year's homecoming game was great. I lost my voice because oh. we went into overtime about eight times. It was a very long process. I did not understand what was going on. Because I, I watch football, but like I don't know. The way they do overtime here is different than how they do in pros. So um, Yeah, college overtime is odd. Yes, because it's like you have to score, then you have to stop the other team from scoring, and then like... I think you have to score again. Something yeah, like just, that. You take turns yes. starting from the... Yeah. <laughs> you have to keep going back and forth. So I was like, okay, we won. Oh, now we got to stop though. Okay, we didn't win. Okay, we got to go. Like It was it was a lot of constant back and forth. But when we finally won, it was a great time. Mm. Everyone was cheerful. My voice was gone, but it was good. Yeah. <laughs> so, oh, that is good. Yeah. And so, then... Speaking of the game, before we go any further. Yes. The team is undefeated. Yes. Kickoff is 5 o'clock. And for Chantel, for your parents or for anyone else out there who can't make it to the game, we are live streaming it on wcsu.edu slash live. Perfect. I was so gonna anybody, mention that. anywhere, alumni, parents, grandparents, yes. anybody, you can still be part of uh, the homecoming game. Awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. So you'll be able to see the game as well. So, yeah, I think my parents will like that. They don't have to travel all the way to the Mary right. to see it. <laughs> the football team's playing this weekend, too, right? Before I don't think so. Them? Oh, they have a bye. They have a bye week. Yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. So they're 4-0 going into homecoming. Yes. Wow, that's great, huh? Yes. So, um, yeah, I think this is going to be a good game. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to be a great game. Well, you always schedule a patsy, right, at homecoming, so you can <laughs> make sure you win. Right. Except for last year. Right, but well, last year it came close. So I, was like, <laughs> I was holding my breath a hundred. I was. It was a. It was a good. But it was a great game. Like that was one of the best games I have been to mm-hmm. because of the excitement yeah. and the adrenaline. Like it was just like, oh, are we winning? Are we not winning? What's going on? <laughs> but it was just great, and um, it was just nice to see everyone there. Is this is like a good time? I love homecoming because you see all the alumni, all the old students come back, um, and you just see everyone in one setting, and so just cheering them on. So it was. It was great. Do you go up and talk to the old students? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they usually they come like ahead of time so they like they we know like ahead of time that they're coming. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I always like try to talk to them and um, nice. see how everything is going thus far and um, it's always nice to see like old faces, you know, that once came here. Some of them old I don't wrinkled know. Old faces. <laughs> You keep going back <laughs> no, to that not, theme. No, 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 not old wrinkle faces. We're just old, like alumni. Mm. That's what I'm going to call alumni. <laughs> so Chantel like slides, properly fitting shirts, and old faces. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it's always nice to see an old face. Mm-hmm. Not an old face. <laughs> just a face. <laughs> nice to go here. <laughs> so... Yeah, <laughs> uh, that's why you're so comfortable here because you got these two old guys you're talking with. No, no, you guys are not old. Hmm. You guys are. I'm not. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, well, I guess yeah. I guess Paul. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's always. Are you guys coming to the homecoming game? Oh yeah, we'll be, oh, yeah. I'll be there working. I don't know about Paul. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's gonna be a good game. Mm. I, I love homecoming games. Um, and then I believe there's something going on at halftime. There's always like a performance. I think. I, I think, think the king and queen go, yes. have to be there. And I think the cheer and dance are doing something together. So mm. that should be interesting as well. Um, and then on Sunday, um, October 13th, there's gonna be a brick uh, breakfast buffet at Westside Cafe. So that's to top it all off, starting at 11 a.m. On what day? Um, the Sunday. Hmm. Sunday, the October morning, yeah. 13th, that morning. So while everybody is um, still slumped from, <laughs> still sleeping from homecoming, you can get up and you'll have a breakfast waiting for you at 11. Well, that's nice. Yeah. Hmm. So it's 
honestly, they're doing SGA and student government. Everyone did, everyone did a great job. All the clubs that came together to host these events for homecoming weekend. Again, it starts this Friday, and then it goes all the way to the 13th. So it starts the 4th to the 13th of October. So, um, yeah. So that's, all right. Yeah. So you can come back and report back next yes, week. Yes, with all the events. I can't wait. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Thanks, Chantel. Thank you. That's it for this week. We always want to thank our producer, Scott Volpe, and engineer, Pete Puccio, because without them, this podcast doesn't happen. Remember, WCSU 411 is free, so there's no reason not to subscribe on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, or Google Play. We want you to share it with your friends and relatives, or comment on Twitter at WCSU 411. Just nice stuff, nothing negative. And that's it, I guess. For Chantel Williams, I'm Paul Steinmetz, and this is WCSU 411.